0: up the way that I did, wanting to be perfect. My sister and I were overweight. We would be called Bertha Butts. I had those teachers tell me that I wasn't good enough. My medical records is the way that they described me. Depressed, fearful, frightened, angry, helpless, hopeless, depressed, worthless, detached. And now I'm speaking to like 800 of you. And I'm not patting myself on the back, I'm really not. Our experiences, both good and bad, make us who we are. A big one for me is my battle with mental illness and my stay in the mental hospital. It's my story, I am not embarrassed, and it's the story that brings me to send you a long-distance hug every week. So welcome, Fred, to the Podcast Closet, today bringing you Consider Yourself Hugged, episode 56. Today's hug, coronavirus. Your mind and your emotions. I am Dr. Tammy West here every week to bring you tips on living a life that brings you mental and emotional well-being. Wowza, wowza, wowza. Where to even begin? Um, I had three, I think, interviews already scheduled, I mean, already done in the bank, ready to edit, ready to post for Tuesday's episode, which you are currently listening to Tuesday's episode. And then I, there was, there's so much that has happened in the world. And I, I felt like many of you, I, I needed to talk about it. Uh, when I've been typing, it's very strange that my phone now recognizes coronavirus as I start to type. I have tried three or four times today to record um if you have if you're part of my women's Facebook group now called the Stress Club, you may already know some of these things, and I've posted about it some on my public Facebook page. Um, and I'll put a link to both of those. But my father's cancer has resurfaced, so he is in the hospital. My son was supposed to have surgery today, actually, and I was supposed to fly to San Francisco this past Saturday. But but the question was, and my son was the one encouraging me not to come, and my, my other son who lives with him in San Francisco, they said, don't come because you, you'll you go to the airport, you'll get on an airplane, you'll come to San Francisco. First of all, what if a travel ban gets put in place? And second of all, you could pick it up here, and of course, you may not get sick, but you might bring it home to Grandpa Marty, and then what? I mean, he could die. So it was such an emotional time. And so today, so I decided not to go. My son actually canceled the surgery for probably obvious. It was elective. It was a a deviated septum and another issue with his nasal cavity. He decided to cancel. And then today, both of my sons called me earlier and said, you know, we may just consider coming home. Well, then just one hour later, they're writing me saying, Well, no, now San Francisco is basically on lockdown. Do I go see my dad? Do I risk, you know, my husband is traveling all across the United States. He was just in Seattle. We're not elderly, but he's 58. You know, he's got, his lungs have never been the best. Is he picking anything up? So you know what I'm saying? There's just a lot. And I am not someone who freaks out about health stuff, by the way. I freak out about plenty of other stuff, but healthcare is not a trigger for me at all. So what do we do with this? So I posted it on my my professional public Facebook page today. And I said, look, I'm recording this podcast today around four. And I tried to sit down earlier to do some recording, but four was the, the time. And one woman wrote, she put, I have three big concerns for many right now, anxiety, worry, and paranoia. I was like, yeah. And actually, as an aside, she said, also, since we are supposed to be keeping distance between ourselves and others, I am wearing my Consider Yourself Hugged t-shirt on a regular basis. You may not even know that I had Consider Yourself Hugged t-shirts. I stopped getting them because it was kind of a nightmare. Like I had to get small and medium and large and then I got extra large and then double extra large and then people were asking me do you have extra small? Do you have this? Do you have that? I would run out and I am not a clothing store y'all so I had to, to stop ordering them. But on a happy note I ordered consider yourself hugged lapel pins in January. They were supposed to be here mid-February. They coronavirus some of this parts came from China. They got here today. I will post a picture. I'm not sure about I don't know if I'm going to sell them or what, but anyway, so here we are, and I titled this Coronavirus, Your Mind and Your Emotions. How do you stay mentally and emotionally healthy during this? I can't help you with the healthcare stuff. That's not my thing. My thing is to encourage you with your mind and your emotion. I'm not a counselor. Um, I'm not a healthcare person, but I thought of five things that I think can help. So here we go. Here they are. Things to recognize, things to help you get through this mentally and emotionally. Number 1 is to recognize that everyone has triggers. As I was talking to my sons today, my youngest son, healthcare stuff is kind of a trigger for him. He's kind of an anxious kid. I say he's a kid, he's 27. Um but he healthcare has always been something that that gets him. It It causes him to be anxious. You know, I told you this sweet woman who posted earlier about anxiety. It's not a trigger for me, but it is a trigger for him. So when you are talking to other people, recognize that everyone has triggers. So be sensitive to that. When you are thinking in your mind, anything like, well, that's ridiculous. Well, that's stupid. No, everyone has a trigger. Number two, everyone is living it differently. Just like you have different people in your world. I think about the people in my world who are experiencing this so differently. My two sons in San Francisco, they are in an area that I think the cases have doubled or quadrupled in just a short period of time. They're basically just about to go on lockdown. My husband is traveling. He's living it differently. This travel is his income. My dad, the cancer has resurfaced and he's in the hospital. So my siblings and I are all living it differently, trying to figure out how to help him. My daughter works for Disney Cruise Line. They just, you know, they shut down all of Disney and now they've been told to work at home. And y'all, she loves her job and she loves Disney. So she's not someone who's going, woohoo, get to work at home. She doesn't mind working at home, but she's concerned for the company. So just recognizing everyone in your world. Number one, everybody has different triggers. And number two, everyone is living it differently. They have a different experience. Number three, look at the way that you're making decisions. I did a Facebook Live in my private group the other day from Walmart. And this is right after, or was it during? I don't remember. Me trying to make the decision about whether to go see my son for his surgery. And I... I talked about the fact that I had texted a group of my friends and I said, I need your wisdom. I need your help. And one of them asked me if I was experiencing mom guilt, if that was part of my decision. And I had to stop and think about that. And it, it wasn't really mom guilt. I've done an episode before about guilt um, that you may have listened to. I'll put a link to it. But it was about my decision was emotional in that or, or let me put it this way. Part of my decision did involve emotions. I can't remove that. I mean, I definitely want to make a decision based on the facts as well. But I wasn't worried so much that my son wouldn't be okay during his surgery. It's just that I wanted him to feel cared for and loved. And when I feel like my children are alone, that bugs me. Now, my son was with him. But, you know, I'm, I'm the mom. I'm a woman. I wanted to be there to care for him. So think about your decision making. Is it, don't make any decisions out of guilt. Our decisions right now can make us feel more at peace. If they peace if they are other-centered, how can we help others? And that, that even factors into, do I stay home? Do I stay home and not go out? I'm not saying have fear, but are there people in my world that I should probably try to protect their health? And then your decision making should be made on facts, also, I'm not saying take the emotions out, but not fear. Okay, y'all, let's let's make our decisions on facts with the emotions like concern, but not fear. So number one, recognize that everyone has triggers. Try not to get frustrated with people. Number two, everyone is living it differently. Try to be sensitive to those in your world. Number three, look at your decision making and... Try not to make decisions based on guilt. Look at the other people in your world. And let's do facts and emotions, not fear. Number four, don't be defiant. And what I mean is, I've seen so many things out there on social media and even people just in general that I know that are like, well, this is stupid. Nobody's going to tell me what to do or that kind of thing. You know what I mean? And I, I think about it. I've told the story before of when I got broken into in the middle of the night Um, when I was sleeping. Someone broke in, they stole my purse, they stole my car. Um, I woke up, they were running out of the house. It was horrific. But a lot of people said to me, Well, if that had been me, I'd have gone all baseball bat on his head. And people are tending to do that now, you know, sort of like, Well, I'm gonna do whatever I wanna do or whatever. Don't be defiant it's just not going to work in this situation that we're in. And number five, helping with your emotions in general. Um, The words paranoia and worry and anxiety that were posted on my Facebook page really spoke to me because, because of all the four things that I've talked about before. Emotions are kind of running high. You know, I spoke to one of my good friends, Karen McCoy, who has a father who's 82, 83, 84, I don't really remember. But she was telling me that he's he's scared. He lives up in the Northeast. He's scared. He's washing all his clothes. Even though he doesn't go out much, he's afraid that he's going to get sick. Um, I hadn't even thought about that before, really, about about older people who are alone being scared. So the emotions are running high. Try to remember that we are all in this together, this is not something that you are experiencing by yourself. Try to focus on what you can do and who you can be. Yesterday, I remembered to call. I have a couple, uh, a neighbors, and I think they're in their seventies. Maybe I'm not sure. Um, his cancer is just resurfaced, and I called them yesterday. I said, "Is there anything that I can get you at the store?" I'm out. Do you want me to stop? Focus on what you can do for people and who you can be to people. Even, they, even though they didn't need anything, that, they appreciated that and that, that bonded us together. We're in this together. Be careful about a spiral. And what I mean by that is, I mean, I'm a speaker for a living. I've had a couple of cancellations. I have a contract that should be, uh, we should be firming that up to get things like the deposit. That might not happen. The spiral can be this. I'm a speaker. People are canceling. Future events may not even book. Where's my income going to come from? How am I going to pay the bills? What am I going to do long term? Am I going to get any speaking later? You know what I'm saying. The spiral can happen for all of us. Be careful about the spiral because you know what? Every other speaker, same thing. Every other person, who may lose income from this, same thing. Nobody is going to come beating down my door to pay a bill when we are all in this situation together. So be careful about the spiral. I don't know if I said anything that, I don't know if I said anything in the last 14 minutes that has helped you at all, but I am going to repeat it. Number one, everybody has triggers. Try not to get frustrated with those who have this as a trigger. Number two, everyone is living it differently. Some are living it in, in a financial scare or in a health care scare or their, their travel, whatever it is, everyone's living it differently. Number three, stop and focus and be careful about your decision making. Number four, don't be defiant it's just not going to help in this situation and number 5 your emotions in general we are all in this together you know one thing i'm looking for and i know you're seeing it is the positives that come out of this my friend karen who has the older father because she she knows how he's living it makes her uber sensitive to her neighbors she's reaching out to her older neighbors and taking care of them i'm checking on my neighbors The video that, I think it was a tweet that went viral, I'll post a link, the woman somewhere up in Seattle, Washington, Oregon, somewhere, where she's walking through the Safeway, I think, parking lot, and the elderly couple called her, you know, excuse me, can you help us? We're we're afraid to get out of our car. We don't want to get sick. They give her a $100 bill to go shopping for her. We know that good things are going to come out of this. They always do. Anytime there's a crisis, we just went through the tornadoes in middle Tennessee. Good things are going to come. It is going to pass. We are going to look back on this and look at the lessons learned. But I I am at least looking forward to how we change and grow as humans through this. So please share those stories with us. That is all that I have for you today. I am praying every day for our country, our leaders, our healthcare teams, and all the people affected. And I hope you will join me in doing that daily. And I look forward to you staying mentally and emotionally healthy through this. As always, please share the show link with a friend or two and subscribe, download, review, wherever you're listening and head over to TammyWest.com to get information if you'd like for me to speak, because I would really love to speak at your next event, considering, who knows? Um, Also, you'll find the promised links and information. I would love for you to follow me on Facebook, all those other social media outlets, the links are in the show notes. Remember, if you are a woman and you have not joined my private Facebook group, The Stress Club, please do that now. It will be your daily source for exiting that life of stress. We are up to over 600 members. So please join us there. And thank you so much. You could be listening to anything right now and you chose to listen here. So thank you for listening and growing our special community. I pray still each day that you remember, even during these times, to love, especially, to serve, to feel worthy, to grow, to connect, to change and to be the best person you can be for yourself and for the other humans in your world. And until next time, consider yourself hugged.